Well, good morning, everybody. Grand Rising. Uh, this is Jody Susan Calhoun. Uh, you know, I was taught to say my new last name that way by a soul sister of mine. And um, we are here today um, to talk about how to get to know the real you. A lot of us are 
sitting here um, living our lives and we are living our lives through the programming that we receive from someone else, usually our parents. And that's okay. It was good for them, perhaps, maybe, maybe not. But they, um, you know, the question is, are you living your life? So time to get to know the real you. And we're going to talk about that uh, with my new friend, Miles Rubin, and a little bit about Miles Rubin. He uh, is the founder of Possibilities Unlimited. Um, and I'm going to bring him on. He's a, uh, I believe he's an NLP master practitioner, and he's going to correct me if I have that uh, verb, you know, verbiage incorrect. And uh, he also is a master of hypnosis. He is brilliant. And um, he says that's correct. And I'm going to bring him on without further ado. I invite you um, to do a couple of things. One, watch us um, on any of these platforms live, which is Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Blog Talk, or Podbean. Okay. Um, and, or, and I'm going to, um, change this banner real quick. You can, if you have a question and you want to call into the show, uh, you can call it 515-605-9325. And then we'll bring you on so that you can, um, ask Miles or myself questions and, uh, be part of, uh, this amazing show. So let me bring on Miles. Hello. How are you? Okay, you cannot, I am not hearing you right now. We lost your audio. That's because I had it muted and totally forgot I had it muted. Hi. Because <laughs> no one ever wants to mute you, man. You got too much good stuff to say. Let me I appreciate that. that. I just am here to, here to talk for, and for those who are ready to listen, awesome. Yay. Yeah, that's right. You know, the, the student appears, uh, or the master appears when the students. That's, oh, I, I get chills. That's, oh, isn't that such a, oh, yeah. yeah. It's very humbling too. Cause it's like, oh crap. The moment you're like, oh, I'm always learning is the moment you're like, oh, I get it. And then you're like, oh shit, there's more. <laughs> well, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine, um, Philip, uh, my husband and I were talking to our friend Philip Shannon the other day and how spirit, um, like they give us these challenges to learn, right? And um, what he said to me was a lot of people stay stuck in, and we'll, and I know you know about this, but they stay stuck in this pattern and it's actually somewhat conscious. Some of it's totally unconscious. Sure. But once they realize it, spirit's going to keep giving them new challenges. So, like, I'll just stick with the challenge I got. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's com right. It's comfortable. We uh -huh. like our comfort. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. So, Miles, I, I'm going to ask you a few questions here. Um. Nothing you don't know how to answer. Um. So. If I don't know it, I'll just bullshit my way through it. It's all. And good. that is so cool. <laughs> So what, I, I know the story, but why is it that you chose to go the direction that you went into with NLP and hypnosis and, and all of that? I mean, yeah. 
Good question. So for those who don't know, NLP stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. And there are a, a lot of different definitions we can give to NLP, but a very simple, basic one is the study of what works. So mm. my experience and my past and the journey that I've been on, a lot of the work that I've done on myself and have had conversation with other people, a lot of people focus on what's wrong with them, right? My right. depression, my anxiety, my ADHD, my trauma, my X, my Y, my Z, what, you know, fill in the blank, right? There's so many labels that we. Oh yeah. We are the label society, right? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, well, we that way because the doctors need a flipping checkbox so they could get all the drugs approved. Yes. And okay. I don't, and I think Yes. And I think there's, you know, we, we don't know what we don't know. Right. And so we've been doing things so long and so re re repeatedly, uh -huh. we it's, we're so in the groove. We don't even, we can't even begin to step outside and question it because it's just so comfortable. Right. It's so, it's so routine. Okay. And I just got to pause you because you're so perfect. So the, uh, I don't know about that. Because you, you're speaking my language. So yeah, when we were at the coffee shop when we first met, I was just like, you know, you were like, did 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 right? I, so, can I just say real quick? Yeah. I, I hope we can, this is just going to be like an interactive conversation because I'm just, uh, oh, totally. I've, I've been telling people about our conversation and, uh -huh. and, and I literally, I'm like, I'm going to be on a podcast and they're like, with who? I'm like, wait till you hear I literally met someone at a networking event and he comes up to me after and says, you need to meet my wife. And I'm like, okay. And we started through it. We meet and get coffee. And the moment we sit down, this bird like lands right next to us. Right, and perfect. he starts yeah. talking to the bird. I'm like, you're awesome. I, and everyone's like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, isn't that great? Yeah. I just, I just loved how you so quickly were like, yeah, I talk to animals. I'm like, yeah, you do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, particular animal that so my um, there's a woman by the name of Carmen Hipka. She passed uh, right the day that I was offered this podcast. Okay, so what Whoa. happened was she passed. She talked to Naima, who's the executive producer, and said, she, "Could you just get on it and offer her the podcast now?" <laughs> and she's dead for an hour. Okay. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> That's first thing to do. So, That's wild. Okay. Uh, yeah, so when she comes by, she usually comes in as a thrush, which is a type of bird. Whoa. Yeah, so she cool. inserts her body. It's not the same bird, right? Right. But she just inserts her energy into the bird of choice. Sure, sure right. Right. I love it because this is stuff that's in like movies that people automatically will just kind of go, ah, no. Like, and it's like, no, this is, this energy is a real thing. Oh, 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 Yeah. Because, yeah, and they're downstairs talking. Do you hear them? Oh my gosh, are those birds? Yeah, my two birds. They'll be on You've the show. You've got to be shitting me. Are you serious? They're talking now. As we, that's, I love it. Those are my. Well, I own those two girls. I don't actually own them. They own me. Quite frankly, <laughs> let's be real about who manages who. <laughs> right, right. I love so, it. I have two birds. They're always on the show. Fagla and Tinkerbell. They have more of a following than I do. 
Um, and you know, you said Fagala. Fagala, yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the Yiddish, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and um, and um, so Fagala. Oh boy, here comes just letting the cat out of the bag with the bird. Uh, I opened the can of worms. We'll get back to NLP in a minute. In a second. Let's 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 do this. So the Fagala, um, we found out, we realized that as I was becoming who I am, my um is my grandfather Zadie. Um uh, wow, I have never they want to come up. Oh, my dog is sitting right here and uh -huh. she her ears just went. Okay. Can I see your dog? Yeah. Can I just, I'm just going to turn like. Oh, yeah. Camera. Just bring her up here. Seriously. I mean, like, unless she's. So this is Sadie. Sadie, we had a Sadie. Hi, Sadie. Hi. Look at her ear. Yeah. And uh, do you have a great grandmother on your, see, paternal or maternal? Paternal side that passed? My dad, a great grandfather or a grandfather? Great grandmother on your paternal side. So it would be either your dad or your grand, your granddad or your great granddad on your on your father's side. So my, my grandfather just passed away literally two months ago. My dad's dad. Dad's dad. Dad's dad passed away. And then his dad. His parents, they're both my, both my dad's parents are Holocaust survivors. Right, so, right. So is so is so is my Zadie. Mm, okay. So um, this is your great granddad. Your my dad, my grandfather's dad. dad. Yeah, I actually don't know. I'd have to ask my dad. I don't think my dad even met his grandfather. I'm. I want to say he. I want to say he passed in the Holocaust. I think I'd have to gather. He more did. So that. he did. And that is him. That's Sadie. Okay, cool. So, and because that's why I felt the energy. I'm like, it's paternal. And oh. I got great grandfather. Or was it great grandfather? Yes. Or great. No. So great. Your grandfather just passed or your father passed? My grandfather. Right. Good. Because. Forgive me. That's not what I mean. I know. I I, I totally get it. Yeah, I'm not good. Good. He's gone. No, I get no, it. <laughs> is your great grandfather the that's the soul of your great grandfather? Got it. By the way, there's lawn maintenance going on outside. So if you hear some buzzing in the background, that's what it's that all is. good. Yeah, cool. we get all sorts of things on this show. Cool. So let's go back to NLP. Okay. And what is NLP? Uh, and we'll come back because when Fagla is up here. I'll I'll connect the dots for you and we'll bring Sadie on because Sadie and, and Fagel and Tinkerbell all need to talk because I'm hearing they were all together in the Holocaust. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So NLP, back to that. It's really the, the simple definition is the study of what works, right? So mm -hmm. lots of times psychology focuses on what's wrong with someone, whereas mm -hmm. NLP is going to focus is will focus on what works. So as an example someone comes to me and experiences a lot of anxiety. Um, lots of times someone with anxiety, uh, someone when they go to someone for their anxiety, that the person they're going to is going to help them with their anxiety. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Their anxiety isn't working for them. So why would you help them with it? 
Right. Right. So lots of time. Now there are a lot of psychologists and therapists out there that are talking about, well, I'm solution focused. Well, if you're solution focused, you're not going to talk about anxiety with your clients because anxiety is the problem. Anxiety is what's holding people back. Right. Right. So from an NLP perspective, someone comes to me and says, I have, I have anxiety. I go, wonderful. What's that getting in the way of for you? If yeah, you, what, 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 how is it blocking? Yes, what yes. If you from achieving and being your best, the best version of you. Right. And yeah. it's not to say anxiety is good or bad, right? We're going to take the judgment out of it. Mm-hmm. It's simply m- most people I interact with who experience anxiety, it's getting in the way of something for them. Mm-hmm. Most people don't even know what it is because we're not taught to focus on what we want. We're taught to dwell and focus on all of the shit going on in our lives and feedback off of that. And it just grows and grows and grows. So an NLP perspective, I'll ask people, well, if you weren't feeling anxiety, what would you want to feel instead? It's kind of like, I like this example. I love that question. If you weren't feeling anxiety, what would you you want to feel instead? It's a powerful question. You don't even have to be trained in NLP to ask yourself or ask other people that question. It's a very powerful question because in order to ask it, you have to stop feeling it to consider what you want instead. So it's a great way. If you're ever feeling anxious, go, Ooh, awesome. Okay. If I wasn't feeling this way, what would I want to feel? And when well, I ask a similar question with people that I'm working with um, and I took NLP, as I mentioned to you in college. I think I that's so college. cool that you, yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah. But I'm going to take your course in October. So yes. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Yes. I actually just spoke with we're in the the trainer and I are working out. We're figuring out a place uh, where we're going to do it. And so my house. (laughs) Hey, I got a peace room down there. We can have like, you know, you fit Can you fit 30 people in there. I can. It's not it's gonna be tight. We've got a little more well, space. Can open what we, we the peace room is indoor outdoor, and so mm. it opens up two doors to a huge enclosed porch, and so you can okay. actually easily fit thirty people. But it's not conducive to what you need. So yeah, it, yeah. Sorry. Maybe for another another type of event, but yeah, for this it needs. To, oh, yeah, and you and it, I are doing them. It's I'm very sure. yeah. It's he's very particular in how it needs to be set up. But yeah, but no. So I was going to give an example. So I always like to say this: um, when you feel anxiety, what happens in the body? Well, right? your cortisol levels go up. Right? Cortisol, yeah, your cortisol sure. But I'm talking more about the physio- the the physiological stuff. So oh, I can talk all day about that, but I'll let you tell them. Right, right, yeah, right. So when you feel anxious, this is no, you know, people probably agree with this. You know, you, you get that that in your stomach, the, your stomach mm-hmm. flips, your palms get sweaty, your heart rate mm-hmm. increases, your breathing intensifies, you start talking quicker. Right yeah. now, put the anxiety aside for a moment. What happens in your body when you feel excited? Your stomach flips, your palms get a little sweaty, your heart rate increases, your breathing intensifies, you talk a little faster. It's exactly the same thing. However, there's a difference between stress and you stress. Sure. But I now from a from a from a the perspective that I talk to my clients about it, what's the what's the big difference? If if everything's the same physiologically, the difference is the story we tell ourselves. Right. And the joy around it. 
or, or right. well, anxiety. I define anxiety as future-based fear. It's yeah. the, it's the fear of something playing out the way we don't want in the future and continuing to think about it. Continuing. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, and then we, it becomes a pattern in our brain. Right. right? right. And then that right. pattern becomes an imprint yeah. and then you pass it on to generation. Mm-hmm. So the pattern that you have or the imprint you have may or may not be yours to begin with. Uh huh. Isn't that wild? Mm-hmm. Yep. We accept imprints without even knowing it at young age, sometimes at birth, sometimes even before birth, if that's your belief structure. Um, and there actually are, there is, they're, they're showing that now. And so. Uh, that it yeah. happens in, in prenatal. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah there's a, um, so there is a, uh, a book. Okay, so I didn't read it, but I put it under my bed because <laughs> you know you can absorb it. When there you go. Yeah. Did you know that? Like, I have you- not. I have to, you know what? Hey, give me ideas because I'll do them. <laughs> so I still, you know, it's called The Issues Are in the Tissues. That's the mm. book, which talks about cellular memory. And I didn't have time to read it, so I put it under my bed. <laughs> and you absorb the books. That's cool. In night school. So- I usually, if ever I want to uh, um, get things from a book and have them very like ingrained, I'll read the book five times because five times there's a, there's a, the idea that if you listen to something, the moment you tell yourself something five times, you're communicating it to your unconscious mind. So interesting. Uh, it, That's phenomenal. And so I do that. Um, mm. You know the book, um, The Secret? Yeah. Okay, so when I was disabled... um, I love that you said that, when I was disabled. Because that puts it in the past. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's no longer you. Oh, it's not like this. Oh, I'm in a cast. That's okay. (laughs) Great. I love that. That's great. Um, So I was committed to reclaiming my health, right? And intuitively, I knew... It was my mindset. Mm. So um, I got, and anybody who's listening, I want you to take note. And I also want you to do this. If there's something you need to shift in terms of your mindset, you run a bath, um, preferably a filtered water. Okay. (laughs) Make sure it's not sewage water. Got it. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, your tap water is sewage water. So anyway. Oh, you're talking. Got it. Okay. Yeah, no, it really is. Okay. So you run a bath and you buy the book, The Secret, and you buy the book in audio format. Okay. And you get into that bath, you put in some calming oils. I personally like lavender and frankincense. And you put in some Epsom salt or whatever. Okay. And you get in there and you soak like, Stay in there as long as you can. Be able to turn the the water on a little extra to keep it warm and everything. And you listen to that book. I don't care if you hear all the words. Do it, do it, do it. Repeatedly do it. And it sinks into your subconscious mind. You can fall asleep in the bathtub and it gets into your subconscious mind. And it, it shifted my mindset in a way about abundance and what I, my deserve level so much that I can't, sometimes 
I had I had to get other reminders from other people about what they were going through in order to recall what I went through because it's so far from my reality. That's awesome. Oh, thank you for fixing that. I yeah. was like, how do I do a fancy little thing where I put my last name and what I do and I figured it out. So Yeah, I knew you would. I sent you an energetic message. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I got received. Received. I, I got it. You're the master. <laughs> so, um, so anyways, if you listen to that book repeatedly, um, oh, Zelda wants to know the left hand deer. Oh, <laughs> so, so this is actually um, cool. well, you know what? I, I think, would you want to talk about mindset here relative to this in your ankle? Sure, we can. Yeah, I'm. Hey, I can talk about whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not going to talk about this unless, um, unless we're going to bring it into mindset. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Let's bring it back to mindset. Sure. All right. So, I broke my wrist, Zelda. Um. Uh. You know, actually, I was attacked energetically, right, and ended up falling and broke my wrist and my arm and I broke it in four places. And, um, so, um, it's a gift. Let me just start with that. It's a huge, huge gift. Um, I went in and I had an x-ray done. So there's absolute proof that this thing's busted right now, before I even got in there, I used, um, red light therapy I used PEMF, I used uh, Tesla technology, I used sound frequency, and a shitload of turmeric and N-acetylcysteine, <laughs> okay? I love that measurement. It's like you've got five, five grams, 10 grams, 20 grams, shitload. Shitload. <laughs> <laughs> right? You go ahead and you measure that. Now, so when I saw the doctor, they said, it's going to take six to eight weeks to heal. I said, watch me. It'll be healed in less than 10 days challenge accepted <laughs> right he goes really she goes i go watch me and um so actually and i have a so i have a journal and i i just bought a bunch of journals on um on um on closeouts at this company that i i buy from and i didn't look at what it said on it but it says go ahead underestimate me see how that works <laughs> <laughs> is this a you said it was a shirt no it's i should make it as a shirt i would i would i would wear that shirt i think i'm gonna have to make it as a shirt it's a journal oh that's awesome that's yeah, more but i'm gonna make it as a shirt that thank you yeah so so i um so anyway the mindset is Oh, it takes six to eight weeks to heal. And I've got this conference that I'm doing, you know, at the Holistic Lifestyle Conference on Wednesday. And I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> so <clears throat> I did all the healing and um, it's the bone is 100% healed. Okay. Um, I started doing physical therapy on it uh, this morning. Okay. <laughs> And I see the doctor Thursday and he's going to do an x-ray and he's going to go WTF uh, because 
their mindset is six to eight weeks to heal. Right. And then I would say it was three or four days ago. Was it, I think it was, maybe it wasn't even that. It was three days ago. I see this article at, uh, from Epic Times. And it talks about um, how we use NSAIDs, which are non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. Some of those drug names can include things like ibuprofen as an example. We're not dissing them. We're just saying what that is. So um, what what it said was when you take that type of drug, it extends the healing process six to six to eight times. <laughs> so you can you heal your hand in a week or you can do it in 68, six to eight weeks. Choose. <clears throat> yep. right? Now, what's really cool is we can use NLP to reverse engineer everything you did that worked. Your belief structures, your values, mm-hmm. your decisions, your attitude. And so what do you mean? How do you reverse engineer what worked? What is that? So I'll give you an example. So NLP, um, NLP, NLP really became known or really was created in the seventies created by, by, uh, these two gentlemen, Richard and John and Richard and John, um, were Richard was a, um, he's a, math major um, at the University of California in Berkeley. Um, And John Grinder was a professor of linguistics. And they both, they got together and they wanted to help people who, um, who, who were struggling with a lot of stuff. And they realized there were a lot of, a lot of uh, psychologists, a lot of people, a lot of people going through, change work, but spending years and years and years and not getting any better. And so Richard and John went, okay, this something's off here. What, what's going on? And so they actually found three people, Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Milton Erickson. He was a world renowned best at at the time, hypnotherapist, uh, Virginia Satir, who was a very highly successful marriage and family therapist. You can write all these down. Um, And then uh, Fritz Perls, who was a highly successful gestalt therapist. And the three... What's a gestalt therapist? So um, emotional stuff. So, yeah. And and talk about imprints. Mm -hmm. So, um, and the, the, the thing about these three individuals was that all three of them were, 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 were actually helping people. Right. So you would go to see one of these people and the success rate was through the roof. So uh, Richard and John went, okay, what are these three individuals doing that's different than everyone else? Right. And what if we were to observe them and ask them questions and figure out what is it you're doing? What is it you're doing different? So what they did was they modeled, they figured out what was each of these people's model in helping people make successful and long-lasting and powerful change. And they found that all three of them had commonalities in how they did what they did. And 
putting those commonalities together, that became the model of NLP. Is that what were those commonalities though? Oh, so much. I mean, that, you'll learn that at the training. <laughs> like the top two. Oh, I mean, if you were, one of them is focusing on what you want. That's a very yeah. common thing. Highly people, anyone that's ever succeeds at anything, they they know what they want. Yeah. Right. And most people focus on what they don't want. If I get get into a taxi cab and I tell the taxi cab driver, don't take me to McDonald's. He's going to look at me and go, well, wonderful. Where the hell do you want to go? Well, I know as I, I sure as hell don't want McDonald's. I don't want a Big Mac. He's going to look at you like, okay, well, tell me where you want to go. And if I don't know what I want, how am I going to get where I want to go? So that's right. the number one. Like, like you got You have to know. Um, because also, if you say, I don't want McDonald's, the universe mm -hmm. doesn't hear not. Yep. I want McDonald's. Yep. That's, by the way, that's hypnosis 101 is the unconscious mind doesn't know the difference between or can't process negatives. Right. Yeah. You don't think about a pink elephant riding a unicycle. All right. <laughs> I think about a blue one. Well, you had to reject a pink one in order to think about the blue one. Right. So, <laughs> so that's one focus on what you want. Another one is uh, state, uh, state management. Emotional states. Oh, emotional state. Emotional management. and mental state management. Yep. Yeah. If I'm, yeah, if I know what I want, but I'm anxious about getting there and anxiety is preventing me from getting there, I need to determine what state would be resourceful for me and moving me toward what I want. Sometimes, mm -hmm. sometimes you, I work with clients where they have what's called a high away from pain motivator. Uh -huh. They need to think about something that's going to cause them pain in order to move toward, toward something. So sometimes people might, might need to feel a little bit of anxiety in order to initiate the movement process. Yeah, and so we talk about that under um, Dr. John D. Martini, there's different types of stress. So okay. I under Dr. John D. Martini for many, many years. And um, like I just didn't get it right the first time, right? No, <laughs> but he, he there's just so much to learn from him, mm. and um, and it's you know there's different types of stress, and one will debilitate you, and the other one will motivate you. Mm. Yeah. It depends on is there joy involved or right? No, or not? Like are you right. feeling punished? Yes. Well, exactly. And it's like, that's why I say, you know, these, these things that we automatically label as bad or good, it's not, it depends on the context, right? right? Like I, I, the other day I was very anxious, but it was in a way that was, I, I see, I don't even remember what it was. I was anxious to hear about something from someone, but I was like, it was anticipation. It was almost excitement. I said anxious in the moment. So I was like, Oh, cool. All right. So there's, there's contexts where there's context where it makes sense, right. Or, or, it, or it's working for you. And the key with NLP. So kind of to bring it back to those, those one of the, those, those things focus on what you want to right. managing your state, being able to recognize, I get accused all the time. Miles, you're just so pot. You're too positive all the time, which I think is hilarious. Oh, so I remember that like it was um, 2012, just before I, um, 
you know, I, I left the corporate work. Like, right. you know, I went on disability at that time. I had a boss says no one can be that positive. Right. Right. Uh, uh, all right. Mm -hmm. Why? Yeah. So, yeah. I think, yeah. So first, I always think that how's being too positive a problem, first of all. Second of all, it's not that I'm too positive. I tell people, like, I experience, I, I go through shit all the time. Right. And I just very quickly recognize, is this serving me or is it working for me? And is it moving me toward what I want? And if it's not, I go, wonderful. I'm going to stop doing this and focus on what I want. And, so, and I just, and I do that very quickly. And so lots of times when people don't really realize that I'm going through difficult stuff because I, I handle it quick because it's. Yeah, it's, let's talk about that. Have, I became a master. Yeah. Although this this thing here was kind of a, a little bit to handle because there was a lot of things thrown at me sure. on this. But I mean, mostly I became a master at being self-aware about right. my emotions. And again, if the emotions weren't serving me, give well, there's, you can give it to God. Mm -hmm. um, you can see what's really going on and reframe it, right? Mm -hmm. And look and look at the silver lining, or you can yes. continue to look at all the crap. Right. Right. Well, I'm I a firm believer it, emotions are there for us to gather le learnings and lessons. Right. That's really that's really it. And um, the moment you have the lesson, the emotion goes away. Yeah, it does. And the oh. pain associated with it. Yes, you can disconnect from it. Emotion. We've talked about this. Emo. It's energy energy in motion energy isn't meant to be stuck no oh, because stuck energy is what disease mm -hmm. yeah disease in the body they're yeah. showing this now lots of dis disease is has its roots in unresolved negative emotion this is more controversial but we're not, you know this is just personal experience this i it's well, more more i'm realizing it kicked off but <laughs> yeah, we haven't had a yeah we're, we're still on it we're still kicking um so I want to just welcome everybody to the show. Well, how many people are watching? Um, right now we have on, I think it's on YouTube and Facebook. We only have about three right now. Uh, we have others on on uh, Blog Talk. We have others on Podbean. Um, oh. We have LinkedIn that I can't see. Um, we have, yeah. So this is Vietta. So these are all my soul sisters. They also um, have shows with the female solution. Oh, this is says grand rising awesome souls. Yes, being positive can translate to being optimistic. Seems like the higher way. Yeah, totally. Um, and actually, that you know what? And I think can I can I speak on that real quick? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Please. So I think it's important to recognize. Um, cause so, um, I'm going to talk about my mom. She won't mind. So my mom calls me the other day and she, there's been a lot of death. So my grandfather, a few of her friends, their parents passed away. Both of our, my childhood dogs passed away within two weeks, all within just like, like a time, like interesting, wild. And I have my own... Say it again. When did it start? Like May 6th? Oh, no, no, no. Around there. I Well, let's see. May 6th was what, 17 days ago? Yeah. 
There's huge shifts right around that. There, yeah, I I sense it too. I'm yeah, it was wild. And so she she called me, and she's like, "Hey, I need to process something with you." Awesome, let's do it. And we were. She wanted to work on how can I see the positive in all this. And I went, well, hold on, wait a minute. I love that. Love that. Mm -hmm. Feel your emotions. Right. It's all relevant, all relevant right now, right? Mm -hmm. there's, there's, there's stuff going on right now. And if it's not a quote unquote positive emotion, let your body feel it. Let the energy come up and go through the, we're human, right? I always tell people, I'm not here to make people robots and not feel their emotions. Emotions that that's been the problem all of our lives. Yes. Well, we, we, we're not we, allowed to feel your emotions. It got quashed down, right? Yes, we push down the, the shit and we and we want to feel the, the good it's stuff. A technical term in case anybody doesn't. Yes, exactly. It's uh it's in the dictionary. Um and we, yeah, so yeah, and so I it's I'm all about, yeah, I'm I feel my emotions heavily. And I'm, I'm, I'm highly, my emotions are very important to me. And so yeah. I think, yeah, so being positive, yes, we got to be positive, but we also got to recognize in moments where shit's happening, it's okay to feel it. You should, you should feel it and go through that process. Anyway, uh, yeah. let me rant there. Well, no, I was just going to say um, that, you know, feeling your feelings it, or not feeling your feelings is a program belief and uh, programming that we got as kids. Can be, can be. Yeah. Or an, another one I, I've, I've experienced is that people never learned how. They were taught to to keep it keep it down or to push them down. Yeah. 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 Right. Well, wait, and so if that's what you learned as a kid, right? There's who's supposed to teach you that. To right. feel your feelings because you, you've got this other direction that came from mom and dad. Especially boys aren't supposed to cry. Mm, big one. Well, that's a bad deal. Yep. Right? And then you wonder why you have, you know, when you're not allowed to feel your feelings, you have people having outbursts. Right. Because they don't know what to do. Right. right. Well, if I can't outburst my tears, I've got to outburst in another way. Uh-huh. Totally. Um, so... Okay, so I just want to acknowledge, going back to acknowledging real quick, we have Naima, who is our executive producer. Thank you for being here. Zelda, uh, Zelda Speaks, Zelda Robinson, she's here. Um, she is our Monday uh, morning host, our stressologist. Our stress um, I love that. <laughs> she's an amazing soul, man. I mean, you just you, you, to know Zelda is to love Zelda. Actually, all these women, right? Um and Vieta um, Robinson uh, is a holistic life coach. Mm. And then we have my friend Chris on here. Um, uh, uh, Fetula, which means, I think it means light. Uh, part of her name means light. Like, uh, it's almost like uh, wings of light or something, I think is what it is. But she's so cool. Um, and then we have other people on the switchboard that I don't know. So... <laughs> But we welcome you. We're happy to have you here and uh, all of that. So, um, and we have not gone to commercial. So I'm going to quickly 
go to commercial because we were supposed to do that about 15 minutes ago. But, you know, I kind of go as I go. <laughs> Oops. Um, so let me just see here. And Fahila's talking. She's like, I so want to meet Miles now. <laughs> Sorry. I do that all. I store it all the time. You're good. It's a good really thing. do it in like crowds of people. Everyone looks. I'm like, hey, you get what you get. <laughs> she says, switchboard full. Yeah, the switchboard is full, honey. Switchboard full. Meaning um, our blog talk is is got a, a full switchboard. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so we got people, then not everybody calls in, but if you want to call into the show after we go to commercial, please feel free to call in and ask your questions. Um, the number to call is 515-605-9325. So here's a cool thing. You can just call that number and listen to the show, right? But if you actually just want to, if you want to ask a question, you can just press one and then we'll bring you on to ask your question. That cool? All right, so let me do this um, thingamajigger here. Okay. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Cell Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Viata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. All right. We got one more. Jody Susan of Susan Essentials was misdiagnosed and nearly died in 2013. Instead, she chose to reclaim her health using plant and energy-based healing. After losing 92 pounds, she now offers the psychologist and doctor-recommended functional food program, focusing on two things, toxic-free living and a connection to our brain health. Susan Essentials re-engineered what health looks like with a self-paced functional food program, now available to you with plans starting at just $99. All right, we are back. And Miles may be, you know, playing with the dog. Or were you playing with the, with Sadie? Hi. <laughs> Hi, Sadie. Oh my God, she's so beautiful. How are you, beautiful? Oh, oh, bring she, her up here. I'm sorry, she's just such a. She's a sweetie. She's a sweetie. Hi. So we had a Labrador by the name of oh. Sadie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, oh, they just want up. They'll have to wait. Uh, so uh, at 9.15 or 9.30, like I'm there. I have to make sure I go over there, go downstairs and get the girls and bring them up. They've got wings, but one will walk up the stairs, but you won't walk up the stairs without her, her partner. So. Oh, got it. Okay. You won't walk up the stairs. So, so I have to go down there and get them. So, all right. So 
so we talked about what NLP is, right? Which is really, it's focusing on what works, what's right, and stop trying to fix really what's broken. It's really about uh, embracing what works. Talk to me about, talk to me about hypnosis. Like what's, what is hypnosis? So hypnosis, I'm going to keep it super simple again, is really just the, the art of giving a suggestion. And so, um, okay, Jody, if you were going through, if you were going through something, right? Say you're feeling anxious. Okay. Okay. You're going through a lot of anxiety. And I just tell you, Jody, just stop feeling anxious. Just, just don't do it. You're going to go, gee, thanks. I, Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to work. Right. Mm-hmm. So I can use it read between the lines. <laughs> right. It's there's resistance, right? You're just like, oh, I yeah. fucking know anxious anxiety is not working. Don't tell me to not feel it. Right. Right. That right would right. be an ineffective suggestion for me to give you because it, it's in fact making you more anxious and pissed off. Right. So with hypnosis, I can get beneath the resistance without you even realizing it, give you a suggestion to feel something instead of anxious, bring you out of the hypnosis. And then all of a sudden, without even knowing why or how you're living your life, being excited, having a difficult time accessing anxiety because of the way I gave you the suggestion. Wait, so hold on. Say it again. Yeah. In a different way. Okay. So think about it like this. I'm going to, I'm going to do some hypnosis right now for all of y'all. So imagine, so, you know, in the movies when there are, you've got the good guys versus the bad guys and they're they're kind of strategizing uh, and they need to get beyond, uh, they need to, they're, they're about to do a battle, right? They're about to go, go head on against, against their enemy. Well, hypnosis is kind of like taking a one or two or a small team of people and sneaking behind enemy lines and getting whatever they need to get and coming back. So that way it makes oh, out of the conscious mind. Sorry. Yes. It's, that's exactly what it is. It's there you go. Yep. I'm okay. like, wait a minute. Okay. So um, now a lots of times. And I know what the conscious mind is, right? A lot of people. Yeah. And, oh, we can talk about that real quick. So subconscious, unconscious, I use them interchangeably. I like to use the word unconscious because subconscious presupposes it's somehow beneath or less than. I like to use unconscious because that presupposes it's not conscious, things we're not aware of. So I use unconscious, but yeah, subconscious, unconscious, same thing. Um, but I think it's important to preface this. So lots of, lots of times with hypnosis, people get a little freaked out because they're like, you're going to control my mind. You're going to get in there. And unlocking the file cabinet. Right. And so it's very important. And I'm big on this. Whenever I'm doing hypnosis with my clients, I'm big on what does my client want? And it has nothing to do with me and what I want. Because right. I'm big on being clean with my work because there are a lot of creeps out there that are unfortunately trained in hypnosis and hypnosis is um, it works. It's very effective. Um, 
It's being used in politics. It's being used in Hollywood. It's being used in our media. People of power know how to hypnotize people. Yes, they do. Called programming. Oh, TV programming. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that what you're talking about? Okay, thank you. Right. Programming. It's called tele. Come back to your regular television program. My regular television programming? All right. I see what you're saying. But yeah, so I'm big on um, being very clean with my work because I'm not here to judge or tell people what's right. So long as you're not going to hurt other people, I will help anyone accomplish anything they want. I'll hypnotize someone to do whatever they want to do, so long as it's not infringing on other people's rights or harming other people. Well, and I, and I want to uh, approach that because, <clears throat> first of all, my uncle did a lot of hip hypnosis and um, he was really cool. And then my husband and I uh, met this woman and she came into our home and did uh, hypnosis, uh, past life regression, right? And um, she was a little unscrupulous, right? So she put me under um, and we did the things that we wanted to do. And then she decided to go fishing because she knew I could also access a higher consciousness. So she wanted to know about certain generals in the army and she wanted to know about. She I, was telling you this while she had you in hypnosis and yeah, no, no, uh -huh. no, 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 no. I'll tell you uh -huh. why in a minute, but keep going. Well, and then she brought in uh, Jesus and she wanted to have like a, a an argument with Jesus. And then I, and, and, uh, cause Jesus actually, he came in because he had a specific message for me about, I was here to help his children. And then she started like attacking him. And, and then I said, I remember being under going, Jesus has left the building. <laughs> and I was told by Jesus to not talk anymore. And so I didn't. Yeah. So past life regret, that's a fun one. So lots of times people will do past life regressions and the practitioner will give suggestions during the past life regression. Right. Mm -hmm. So someone saying, if your practitioner is working with you and saying, well, Jesus is here, that's inappropriate because now that person is giving, this is hypnosis, by the way, giving the suggestion that Jesus is there without realizing that Jesus is a different, has a different structure of thought for me, from you, from everyone, right? So as a, as in past life regressions, it's very important to make sure that the practitioner is not giving those suggestions. They need to go. Yeah, she did not give the suggestion. of Jesus came in to, to give me a message while I was on. Did she say Jesus was there or did you present well, that? I, I, I knew Jesus was there. I okay, guess. that's. Now, but once she realized he was there, she started asking questions that were inappropriate. Okay, got it. There and you then go. she okay. did make the suggestion of certain uh generals or whatever because i'm not very yes okay i understand I, okay that's what she did she asked these she wanted me to access um spirits telling me not to share this don't share it then yeah we need to stop <laughs> yep perfect let's move on all right wow okay got it yep anyway she asked inappropriate questions right <laughs> we'll leave it at that that's enough perfect 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that actually ties right back into, yeah, I'm big on, on um, cl- being clean with my work mm-hmm. with hypnosis. So because hypnosis is, a, is direct communication with someone's unconscious mind, mm-hmm. um, it's intimate, right? It's, it's, you know, and so I'm big on knowing, okay, what does my client want and how do I need to give them this suggestion? So they're most likely to access what they need to access so they can go out and be successful. So why would someone want to access their unconscious mind? Oh, that's where, that's where everything is. All our decisions are made unconsciously. All our beliefs are held at the unconscious level. Mm-hmm. All our in, intuition, everything, everything is unconscious. Mm-hmm. And so lots of times it's those unconscious things that are getting in the way of what I want. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I if, unlock that cabinet, yep. Open the door. Open the, yep. To allow it to come into consciousness. Yep. That you can make what I consider to be an informed choice. Yes. Yeah. You, uh, you, you bring the unconscious conscious go, Oh, this isn't working. Let me take this thing that would work, pull this out, put this in, and then put it back unconscious. And then you leave it there, you come back out, and it's like the movie Inception. Have you ever seen the movie Inception? I have not. Oh, the great movie. The whole movie's hypnosis. The whole really? Movie. Yes. Oh, the whole movie's hypnosis. If anyone's ever seen Inception, that's hypnosis in a movie. It's, uh, it's uh-huh. essentially the movie is about these this team of guys get together and they want to implant an idea in someone else's mind and make that person believe that it was their own idea. Oh. Yeah, it's a trippy movie too. Yeah, watch it. But for you, Jody, if you mm-hmm. decide to watch it, I, I am writing it down on a <laughs> do whatever you do for your when I don't know if you before every if you watch a movie, if you do like a protection affirmation. Yeah, it, actually what I do is I put um um I put a template over the TV set. So so nothing you, can come through and cause me harm. There you go. Do that do that. Uh, mm-hmm. I would recommend reinforcing it with this movie when you watch this movie, just because it's it, it's the whole movie's hypnotic. So if you watch it and you're not protected, you're like, what the heck is it's it's all it's all but it's it's good. If you watch it and you're it's it that movie is about how can we give someone a suggestion and make them believe that it was their own idea. That's when hypnosis can be the most powerful is when you get, when you, I give someone a suggestion without them even realizing it and then making them think, or the way I give it to them allows them to think that it was their own idea because now they've got an attachment to it. And if it's a positive suggestion and it's moving them toward what they want, I want them to, I want them to think that it was their idea because at the end of the day, it is right. All I can do is give a suggestion. If they grab onto it and take ownership of it. Well, if it resonates with them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Naima says, I'm a big fan of the work of Dolores Cannon, whose method takes people to the deepest level of trance and all knowing presence. She says, is it possible to go so deep into the subconscious that it's impossible to plant a suggestion? Great question. That's a fun question. I'm going to always say 
anytime a question starts with the three words, is it possible? I always say yes. I think I'm, I'm of the belief anything's possible. The question is, I always ask is what would be the intention? Right. So if anything's possible to go so deep into the subconscious that it's impossible to plant a suggestion, what would be the intention of that? Wait, say that again. You just well, I got overwhelmed. So, right, right. So, say if, again. so if every, yeah, I, yes. So the answer is yes, it is possible. But if, but what would be the intent to go so deep into the subconscious that it's impos impossible to plant a suggestion? Wouldn't that also tech now here's now I would question that. Isn't well, that I don't think it had, I mean, you have to, I, I, mm, well, think about it. Yeah. Is it, is it, would, wouldn't that also mean it's impossible to go so deep into the subconscious that it's possible to plan a suggestion? Like, yeah, I was, I, that's what's blowing my mind is the word impossible. Right. So right. everything, like everything's possible. Right. Number two, when you're in the subconscious mind, that's a great place to to plant that suggestion. And I think that's where my brain got twisted. I'm like, that's where you, that's where you plant it. <laughs> yeah. I think all, yes, suggest all suggestions can be planted. The question is, are we planting them in the right place? Right. If I take you a in seed, the mind, you mean planting in the right place of the mind or yeah. well, think about it. If I have a seed that I, and I want to plant something and there's a very specific environment in on in our on our planet where that specific seed is going to grow and manifest into whatever it manifests and it's like peppermint is right? supportive of it right but if now if i go to somewhere like alaska where it's cold and snowing and harsh harsh weather it doesn't matter if i plant it if i plant the seed there it's not going to grow Right. And so we know that certain plants like peppermint, I, th I think it's peppermint, don't quote me on it, uh, grows best in uh, Washington, you know, um, the state of Washington, um, uh, you know, peaches in Georgia, right? <laughs> right. right. Um, but that is a really good question. I want to point that this is a great question. It's a great question. The idea is instead of thinking about it from an aspect of, is it impossible to plant a suggestion? My mind goes to, well, A, what would the suggestion be, right? That depends on the person. And B, where would we need to go in someone's mind to plant that suggestion? Well, that's what I want to know. Like, do you go into the hippocampus? <laughs> the limbus? Oh, I don't go into that. I do everything based off of, of um, I, I base everything off of what they give me through their language. So when, when, when this question, when you pose the question, where do you plant it? Oh, you're talking about like the actual physical location in their mind and their brain. Oh, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. Well, I don't, I brain I don't, has, I don't. And I'm almost done with my certification through Amen clinics. And I'm like, well, center that we could, Hey, I'm all, I'm always down to, figure, figure that out. I, I do everything based on my, I, I pay attention to how my client is responding to everything. If they're giving me yeses, I'll ask, I'll ask questions and I say, Hey, if we give you this suggestion, would this work for you? And they go, yes. <laughs> Wonderful. That won't work. 
well, what do you mean? Well, you, you consciously told me yes, but you unconsciously told me no. So right. there's incongruence. Right. So you have to read all of my feedback on my clients. If we did this and we did this and you went like this and this worked, would that work? And they go, yes. Wonderful. That's what we're going to do. Now, where that goes in their brand, I don't know. I don't care. For me, me personally, because I focus, I want to focus on does it work or not, not the theory. I'm big on application. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, there are people out there that love the theory and they love to know where all that. I that's awesome for me and my work. I don't, I don't really focus on that. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, it does. My my mind's going in a bunch of different directions because yeah. it's really cool. I mean, I'm like. <laughs> but, yeah. Naima says the intention would be to help the person discover knowledge that already exists inside of them. So then you're not actually planting it. You're just opening now, your right, opening up. But see what's really well, I'm actually gonna let you take this for a minute and yeah. discuss this. And I'm gonna go downstairs and get the girls. And oh, then I'm excited. We're gonna go to a quick commercial, okay. okay. Cool. Um, and and then we'll just pick up where wherever we're cool. at. All the uh, I I can touch on this when we get yeah. back. To All right. You 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 talk about what. Well, you want me to do it while you're getting the girls? Got it. Yeah. So yeah. So um, if you um, uh, share about I mean, because if you're trying to get the person to discover the knowledge that already exists, you're not planting something in. You're opening the door, right? Right. Well, and it also we I we would need to ask the question, what knowledge do they think they don't have that they would like to have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, take right. it away. I'll be right back. Oh, you just want me to talk? Yeah. So the intention yes. would be the person discover knowledge that already exists inside of them, right? So, oh, just drop this. All right, I'm counting. I've got it on my timer. So, yeah, so the, yes, we can, yes, through hypnosis, we can do that, but we got to get, we've got to get specific, right? So lots of times we're, you know, we want to know, I get a lot of people that want to discover the knowledge that already exists inside of them. The question is, what knowledge do they think they don't, do you think you don't have, right? Because then we can start giving it direction. Does that make sense? I don't know if I can see these messages coming in um that yes we can totally um use hypnosis to access um forgotten information if you will oh all right words what You're kind right. of words are they so let me do the proper introduction so we have Tinkerbell, and she is a sun conure. And would you step on my shoulder here? Thank you. And then we have Fagala, and she is a white belly kayak. Wow. Hi. Bonded. They are a bonded pair. And um, Fagala was my grandfather, Zadie, and part of the Holocaust. Mm. And clear, also part of the Holocaust, was his uh, uh, second wife. Um, uh, and uh, when I was a child, he took his life when I was seven. And then clear died, I want to say, 27, like 27 years later. 
Wow. And then they came back to me in 2016 um, is when I got uh, the two of them. And yeah, so they were born six years apart, but they, I, I, you know, they, I, they adopted me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. so they, they know Sadie. I, I'm just going to, Oh, know. yeah. Well, Sadie said, yeah. Sadie yeah. Look back. Want to say hi to Sadie? Sadie, come here. Come here, Mama. Sadie, you want to say, do you want to say hi to Fagala? Oh, she just laid down. <laughs> she just went. She's well, overwhelmed. She says she's overwhelmed. So, okay. Put it down. And now, what is this? She says, Naima says, sometimes people use hypnosis to discover how a past life trauma may be affecting them in their present life. Right. And yes. So from a, now this is actually cool. So um, yes. However, I am not a licensed therapist, so I don't work on people's traumas. So if someone, if my clients have, has, have had trauma in whether it was in their current life, the past life, genealogically, my approach is to um, not focus on the trauma, but we can do different uh, techniques and processes to help them reframe the way they think about it. So moving forward, it's like it never happened. Or it's like they're right. So similar here, right? So I don't um also not licensed, right? Right. As a therapist. And I don't put people under. Right. What I do is I access consciousness to find out, hey, was there a trauma? Sometimes I get the story around it, sometimes I don't. Mm -hmm. You know, it depends on the person. Is it for their highest good to know? Sometimes they don't need to know, right? I'm, and I'm of the belief we never, I, I, the, the story of what is not working for someone, we don't need to know it because the more you tell it, the more you reinforce it. Exactly. Before, That's why I don't like to complain about shit. Right. It doesn't do us any good. Yeah. I mean, there, sometimes I have to vent and yeah. I have, you know, but sure. by that time well, I'm all, yeah, yeah, no, if you're with a significant other or your spouse and they're complaining. Yeah. Listen to them, validate and empathize. But in the context of coaching and work, this, this type of work. Yeah. I don't want to know a legally. I can't listen to someone's story mm -hmm. not to listen to it. We were talking about this last time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's important. It's important. I'm not a therapist. I am not licensed to listen to your problems. I am here to help you access resourceful states that will move you toward what you want. In order to do that, we've got to abandon the old mindset that doesn't work and take on the new mindset that will get you what you want. Yeah. And I think that um, what I do, so, um, you, you know, we do things a little bit differently, right? And like if that same client, right, I would clear cellular memories, imprints, traumas we don't need i don't even need to know what it is going back however number of generations that spirit tells me to go back i clear all that and then if there's something that you need to reframe which i help people reframe sure. um if it's present time um 
but really, um, I mean, the rest of the work can be done by you because I'm I'm kind of quick and easy. I'm like, boom, get it out, and you yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Yeah. And it work, and if it works, wonderful. Oh, it's amazing how well it works. Yeah. Um, people who are very in tuned, you can actually feel your electrical body start to move because it's pulling out of your body. Can't make that up. That's cool. So Chris. question. There's a fabulous theory that all the universe's information is stored in our blood through hypnosis. It would then be possible to access it, specific information. So again, everything I'm a belief everything's possible. And so um, anything, not everything, anything is possible. Um, the again, the question always goes back to what information would you want to access? Well, yeah, and so that information. <laughs> so she loves my bubble. Here, I'll make. What is this? What's going on? All the bubble. So, oh. okay, don't don't chew on money. <laughs> oh, bubble. Ow, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Ow. Okay, got one good hand. Okay. <laughs> don't damage it. Actually, I've got two good hands. One is just in recovery. So. <laughs> So, um, oh, she has something to say. Sadie's listening. Mm -hmm. So first of all, she says, Sadie, good to see you again. Sadie's scratching your ear. Mm -hmm. You see what my, what Figla's doing? She's like talking in the end. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. So what is it, uh, Figla, that you want to share? Okay, I'm hearing you. So what she's saying is um, um, the world is shifting. And she said, we have in the past lived a life filled with trauma. She goes, I lived it. She goes, Sadie's lived it. Uh, Tinkerbell's lived it. We've all lived it. Trauma, trauma-based. And she's saying the opportunity now in this lifetime and going forward and the shift of the energy in the universe is that we cannot live trauma-based, but joy-based. There you go. And she says, and when you shift your thinking to, um, to live joy-based, she's saying something about manifestation. Um, manifestation occurs. She says, so be very intentional about what you're asking for. Um, know that the path, it's not a direct path. So if you're asking for peace and joy, she said, you need to understand the universe is going to have you release things that don't resonate with peace and joy. So it's not like you ask for peace and joy and you just get peace and joy. Right. She said you get asked for peace and joy and you get to release all the shit that's stopping you from having peace and joy. There you go. Just yeah. ask mama that happened to her. Right. <laughs> well, it's kind of like that. I like this one. When you ask for courage, you're not going to get courage. You're going to, the universe is going to present you with information, present you with opportunities to be courageous. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you're, to ask for something, it's not that you're going to get it. It's that you're going to 
find yourself in situations where you have to choose to access it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. And if you're not aware of it, of these things yet, the things that are stopping you, mm -hmm. um, you will like undeniably meet people that will show up for you that demonstrate the behavior that you need to release. Isn't that cool? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, like, yeah. The point of annoyance. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's, it's your unconscious mind is going, this is annoying. Change it. It's a perception. Do we talk about perception as projection? Fagula, where are you? Is she pulling on the cords? She is. Where are you, Fagula? Fagula, <laughs> you can't pull on those cords, honey. Okay. Oh, goodness gracious me. <laughs> I love it. You are so silly. And uh, all right. Never a dull moment here. I'm just going to tell it. you. I love it. Oh, my goodness. So um, getting back to Chris's uh, statement, because it was really, it's really cool, right? Is, is um, you know, first of all, is... Uh, all the universe's information is stored in our blood. So the answer is yes. It's also the thing is, though, that our DNA, um, not everybody has all their DNA plugged in. Are you really doing this again? Well, and I think. <laughs> so DNA is not all plugged in. So I plug people's DNA back in. Right. And so you can't always plug all the DNA back in at one time. And that theory might work for someone, but it might not be absolutely unresonating for someone else. Right. right. And so the, that's why with theory, I think it's theory is just such an interesting thing because if it resonates with you, all right, believe it. Right. It's it, it really, it just becomes a belief. And so if that theory buying into that theory works for you and in, in your journey, mm -hmm. use it. And right. through hypnosis, yes, it would absolutely be possible to access information in that way. And my question always is what information would you like? What would you like to know? Yeah. Chris, what do you want to know? Girly girl. <laughs> She's like, everything <laughs> all of it give me it all yeah that is chris she does want to know everything so i'm <laughs> going to run to commercial real quick okay. you need to get you know uh something to drink uh run to them to the men's room uh people come back don't go nowhere we we love that you're here so uh very grateful to have you and um, we're just going to run a couple of quick commercials so we can all breathe and I get the birds off the wires. Okay. <laughs> there we go. This is so funny. Oh my gosh. Where to start? Of course. So let's see here. Jody Susan of Susan Essentials was misdiagnosed and nearly died in 2013. Instead, she chose to reclaim her health using plant and energy-based healing. After losing 92 pounds, she now offers the psychologist and doctor-recommended functional food program, focusing on two things, toxic free living and a connection to our brain health. Susan Essentials re-engineered what health looks like with a self-paced functional food program, now available to you with plans starting at just $99.
All right. So I have another commercial I'm going to try to run on Blog Talk, uh, which is a little differently. Um, so let's see if I am not really good at the Blog Talk end. So. <laughs> We have applause. <laughs> Don't need to applause everybody. Um, so, you know, um, that's one of the reasons I don't really run the blog talk. I uh, Here, um, here's a promo for my sister. Uh, here, for Naima's show, which is uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, we'll run that. Um, Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Join me in my co Can we hear that? Every okay. Wednesday morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the Female Solution Radio Show. As we explore that relationship that is the foundation for our society, the relationship between men and women, husbands and wives. Join our discussion as we seek to repair broken family ties and rebuild our community. Listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the dash female the dash solution. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to feature our host. Or you can join us live on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash the female solution. All right. So we're good on that. You know, uh, Zelda says from the Higher Learning Network TV show, just love, love, love this train of thought this morning. All aboard, full speed ahead. Yeah, you know, Zelda um, and I both own the BOD, and I'll show you what that is. Um, she bought one from me. And um, doing this with one hand. So it's it's sound frequency in a box. So it's precision sound frequency. And, you know, how are, we, we can control our thoughts. And, um, but oftentimes it's hard to do that if our brain is let's say in a high beta state. And so if we can get our brain into a theta state, um, creativity, rest, relaxation, uh, imagination, um, we have the power to manifest whatever we want. And so uh, the first night that I broke my wrist, you know, I'm using sound frequency. <laughs> right. That's cool. That, by the way, where you use the sound frequency, that's where I'll use hypnosis. It's just a different, it's just a different modality. That's really, wait, so, so tell me more. So do you tune it, do you listen to it to a specific frequency depending on the intention? Like what, yes. like how do you decide? So to, the there are different dials, right? And okay. you can dial into the frequency for reversing PTSD. Mm. You and uh, or tr any trauma, <laughs> the bird. I have a command center, so I have a computer here, a computer here, a computer here, oh. right? and she's hopping from. <laughs> like I told you, she manages me, right? I mean, okay. she's like, I run the show. She does run the show. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, so it's. So, so there's on, frequency. And so yeah. two and two is for PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, mm -hmm. also for other types of trauma. 
And so for me, I put it on two and two at the beginning because clearly I'm traumatized, right? Mm. And so as long as my, my, my brain's in a trauma state, I'm not going to be healing, am I? Right. Or at least not efficiently. Not efficiently. Well, right. and right. certainly slow, slowly. Um, right. And then what I did is I created um, uh, as a, as a uh, intuitive. Now that one's, you know, noted by um, uh, <laughs> there's Andrew says, great uh, to join for a few oh. minutes. Where my event starts. So actually, Andrew, will you tell people about Oak Street Health? Because I'm excited. They've got an event at their at their new location. It's concierge. I'll just tell them because he's probably got just two minutes. But um, yeah, type a whole story, okay. Andrew, real quick. Go. <laughs> type it in fast because I can't type it in. Uh, concierge medicine, right? And uh, for 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 the Medicare market is basically what it amounts to at no additional cost, you know, and preventive care. So it's, it's really kind of cool, cool. Cool story about Andrew. So I met him at a networking event up here in, in Marietta. Mm -hmm. And that's how I found out about you, Jody. And I did my little, my little pitch and I talk about hypnosis. Andrew walks up to me after and goes, you need to meet my wife. <laughs> that's all he said. And then we talked for a little bit, but yeah, that was yeah, the first yeah. thing out of his mouth. I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and it's hilarious. And and you guys need to go running. Like I'm I would love to. Yes. Yeah, he's a huge yeah. runner. And honestly, I know that he's a little what are you doing? So and, so she he's a little bit more about not being able to go running lately. Just, you know, we've been in the middle of a move and you know, very cool, fun things. But I know it's his heart, you know, he loves to, yeah. loves to I run. I would I would love to. Any time, any place, anywhere. I love running. So, yeah. yeah. And I've been getting into more of it. So I usually would just run by myself. Uh -huh. um, but now I'm running in different groups with different people. It's a different energy. It's really cool running with people. Um, well, I would think, right? Yeah. That would be awesome. He says Oak Street Health started in Chicago and now have 178. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that big. Yeah, and they just got bought out by CVS. So, is Oak Street Health y'all? That's y'all's, or it's it's Andrew's? No, no, no. Oak Street Health is owned by I think two Harvard uh, MBAs. Uh, I don't remember their names. Um, and so, when I was the chairperson for the American Diabetes Association, they were one of my customers at the at the uh, expo. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got and it. so that's where I first uh, was introduced to their uh, uh, customer centered approach to serving the Medicare market and sharing with them preventative care uh, so that um, they can stay out of the hospital and out of urgent care and really have greater vitality. Cool. Yeah. And it's a really cool value-based model. And I'm excited, um, you know, that, I mean, I'm not a big medical Western, you know, Western medical fan, but, you know, I mean, I needed them the other day. Right. Right. right? Yeah. I went for my I answer yesterday. Too. 
just want to leverage the best parts. Yes. Yes. Company does that. They leverage the best parts of the system to serve the uh, a population that oftentimes can go unnoticed mm, and underserved. Wow. She is. It's, it's good work. It's really good work. That's awesome. I'm standing behind it. It's good work. Cause that's, it's, yeah. that's cool. That's yeah. really awesome. So, so back to the bod. So the bod allows you to do precision yeah. and that uh, into like trauma. And there's FDA, there's tons of studies on it. It's FDA cleared. Um, but as a medical intuitive, I channeled um, different uh, settings, like, you know, because it's a dial from one to six right. each side. Um, there's two dials for volume. So we'll just leave that and chunk it, put it in a parking lot. The other two dials, one tunes into a frequency, right? And the other one disrupts it. Hmm. Interesting. In yeah. Yeah. Right. Cool. So you're so it's so pattern interrupt. Pattern interrupt. It's memory reconsolidation. Yeah. That's cool. Through sound frequency. Through that's sound neat. That's cool. Precision sound frequency. Yeah, precision, right. So yeah, because mm -hmm. it's yeah, well, free, yeah, frequency. If, if it's off by a little bit, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. I mean, because like if you think about the frequency of music is set for the whole world at four forty, which causes disharmony in the prefrontal lobe, right? Mm. Did you not know that? Say that again. So, so music mm -hmm. since World War I, II. I knew four forty. I play guitar, and so whenever you tune, it's the yeah the. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I, I'm not much aware of like all the, the numbers and and all that. Okay. Stuff. Yeah. So when you're at 440, it causes disharmony in the prefrontal lobe. Hmm. Interesting. Now, go to 432. Okay. In the prefrontal lobe. So eight by eight, a number of eight mm -hmm. was is enough. Yeah. See, that's wild. So that's cool. Now, so, is that, so is now so four thirty two. Interesting. That's right? cool. Okay. And I've got one better for you. Okay. Now you tune it to five twenty eight. Uh huh. That's a frequency of love. Interesting. Now, now this is where I always so love, right? Mm -hmm. When you love is just so I'm NLP, right? And neuro linguistic programming language words yeah, yeah. on my, my middle. I always say words on my middle name. So love, you know, if you have 12 people in a room and you ask them what love means to them, you're going to get 12 different stories. So when so you say love, are you saying love or like it's, how? It's a vibration of love. And let me be really specific. Cool. These vibrate at 528. Mm. They make, they pollinate all of our food. Mm, neat. Bees vibrate at five. So that okay, that's cool. Keep going. How's that for love, right? Because if you're mm. making right, they're 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 co-creating with the universe to create our food supply. Mm. And they do it at the frequency of 528. Is there, that's cool. See, uh -huh. this is cool stuff. We should have more people. We should be studying more of this. I mean, I'm sure we are, but this I is neat. Like, this is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're that's have fun together, Miles. Oh, yeah. I love, yeah. 
I love learning new stuff because it's like I, I, it's all, it's all relevant. Well, and this other machine I bought, which I'm not allowed to use the name, so I'll just we'll say actually, it? it's I use it for research. <laughs> And really, I do, right? It's it's called the Rife, and um, and we have someone calling in, but we'll see if we can take the call. Um, but um, I use it for research. Um, and the other day, I uh, it's a a frequency based impulsive electromagnetic frequencies combined with a sound hmm. to get rid of let's say all the scar tissue in my body. Mm, neat. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Because if you have scar tissue in your body, your brain can't communicate to wherever that scar tissue is. It gets stopped. So there's a block. Uh-huh. Neat. Uh-huh. It's just so much fun. Um, so the higher learning uh, network TV show, Zelda Robinson says, is in 432 frequency of love. That's harmony um, versus 528 is love. See, I think that's interesting because the word harmony pre assumes there's another frequency, right? Because you think about a melody and then you've yeah. got harmony. That's a frequency on top of the melody. So if 432 is the frequency of harmony, what is it harmonizing with? What frequency? It's the heartbeat of the universe. Say it again. So the Schumann resonance, like the heartbeat of the universe. And what's that frequency? So the, the well, the Schumann resonance is at 7.83. Uh, typically it should be, but because of all the EMF that we have. Um, 7.83 7 is 7 the. So it's the Schumann resonance. How do you spell it? Uh, S-C-H-U-M-M-A-N, and then resonance. Um, uh, I'm getting a definition here. And then 432 is supposed to be the harmony of the 7.83? Um, I'm making sure that I'm accurate in my description. So I have a um, – I'll just bring this on air to show. Hold on. Um, so we present, share screen. Okay. So what it says here, let me just type, uh, increase in size. Can we see that fairly decently? Yeah, mm -hmm. I can. So, um, so 432 heightens perception, increases the mental clarity of a person and unlocks intuition. So if you have a dog or an animal at the house and they're having agitation, um, you can play 432 or 528, right? Because it's just, it's really harmonizing. Um, generally, the frequency has been proven to be a healing frequency since it reduces anxiety and lowers the heart rate and blood pressure. Okay, so there's your science. And then... Um, I'm going to do the same thing just so that I can stay, you know, fairly accurate. Yeah. Do that with 528. I think the really cool thing too would be like, give, like I'm going to, 
play these frequencies and see how I see how my body uh, uh, responds to it. I'm curious. I want to like, yeah, this is cool. Well, I got something for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> um, so hold on a second. Here is, I'm going to show you this one first and um, let me stop sharing and bring in the new screen. She's so funny. You know, my, my girls bring me so much joy. Okay. 528 hertz. This frequency is often called the love frequency because it draws a certain kind of deep rooted natural relationship with the surrounding nature. And this frequency is found in almost everything ranging from human DNA to chlorophyll. Um, have you ever seen, have you ever seen, it was that video of the, they're doing an experiment on, I just saw the word chlorophyll. So I remembered there were plants mm -hmm. and they did an experiment of like, but uh, literal vibration um, with the plants that one resonated with like love. I, I don't remember what, it, and there was other frequencies that was full on dissonance and yeah. the, put it in the same environment, same everything. The only difference that they did was the frequency. Mm -hmm. And the one with the frequency of love or whatever the frequency that was to pr help promote the, or they wanted to see if it would help promote the plant grew like twice the size of the other one. It like stuck yeah. the other. I'm like, that's awesome. That, well, that's cool. Yeah. So what I'm going to tell you, so Masaru Emoto water experiment, similar thing. Yeah. And what I do is I run these frequencies on my plants and they grow like crazy. We had, when we were in Illinois, um, uh, in Grays Lake and, and in Barrington, we had these uh, tower gardens and I had more huge bell peppers than I knew what to do with. I mean, the thing was like, woof. Wait, because, wait, a bell, the bell pepper was that big? Oh, well, the, the bell, the, the tower garden that held the bell peppers. Oh. We, so many of them, it was wow. crazy because we were running frequencies on the house all day long. So they're getting these high vibration frequencies on the, on, on them as well all, all day. And everything was growing like it was nobody's business. See, this would be cool implementing this with, you know, because lots of the work I do is we get people to teach people how to focus on what they want with their right. Right. And so now combine the focusing on what you want, state management, all these the NLP, all this, all these steps, and now tune into the frequency as you're doing it. So you're promoting the growth of the mindset as well as the growth of everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to show you what, how I do that. So okay. um, let me just, it's going to have a commercial. Okay. I yeah so i'm waiting for this commercial to go by and i'll show it to you guys so um which i think a lot of people don't know is that um okay here we go uh, for free available on um youtube okay 
is this music, this 528 music. Now I need to make sure that you understand you are taking a risk. Okay. Because not all of some of these uh, are adulterated, right? Intentionally. Mm. So if I just... Is it better to listen with uh, headphones? So, I don't think so. I use it. I listen to it. Um, we play it in the house almost all the time. This because, specific frequency, 528? Oh, yeah. It keeps the birds happy. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then this is the one that, um, whoop, hold, let me move that, stop the share. And then this is what you were referring to earlier with, um, the, like, I know you're talking about plant, but they also did it with the water. Uh, Masaru Emoto Water Experience. This next series of photographs of the work Japanese researcher, Mr. Masaru Emoto, from his book, The Message from Water. Mr. Emoto's work provides factual evidence that human vibrational energy, thoughts, words, ideas, and music affect the molecular structure of water. Please remember that water comprises over 70% of a mature human body and covers the same amount on our planet. Water is the very source of all life. This photo shows the beautifully formed geometric design of the Yushi Spring water. This next photo is from the Shimanto River, the last clean spring in Japan. Notice the extraordinary geometric forms. The fact that the molecular structure of water can be affected by our consciousness, our intent, and our sounds is extremely important. This photo is from the Mount Cook Glacier New Zealand. Mr. Moto has been visually documenting these molecular changes in water by means of his photographic techniques. He freezes droplets of water, then examines them under a dark field microscope that has photographic capabilities. His work clearly demonstrates the diversity of the molecular structure of water and the effects of the environment upon the structure of the water. This photo is from the fountain in Lourdes, France. This photo is from contaminated water from the Yodo River in Japan. Okay, so I want to pause there. So uh, I know we have people on blog talk and you can't necessarily see what you're looking at, but the original water pictures were really just beautiful, almost artistic in nature. Uh, this frozen water, and then the one that he's talking about where it's toxic water, it, it looks somewhat demonic um, and certainly fractured, um, not balanced, not beautiful. There's no beauty in it. And, and so I think the message that we're here to send in this, at this moment in time is that 
our vibration, if we're not aware of the energy that we bring to the room, that vibration is literally harmful to not only yourself, but to the people that you're around because it changes the water, which means, and since our body is 70% water, it changes the person. Well, this is the idea of, of you know, the be, be the change, right? So if right. you're, if, if, you know, if you're experiencing something in your life that isn't the way you want, right. Just the act of, Thinking, changing your thought changes the vibration, puts it out there and will feed back to you so you can continue. Like it's just changing your thought. And, and now, you, you know, and if you have difficult time accessing those thoughts, just by turn on, turn on the frequency for a moment, listen to it for. for well, and that's what we do here, because I, here's the thing. Let's say you're just not having a good day with your partner. Is it really your partner that's bringing that energy? Is it the 5G that got ramped up? Is it the cell tower that you walked by? Is it the EMF that's in the grocery store? Mm. And so let's not go to blame and shame immediately to the person standing next to you. It could be, I mean, come on, this is not like... Um, if they've got all these uh, ways to uh, send out vibrations, right? They do it through the TV set, the radio. They do it through your cell phone, your your computers, 5G towers, the electrical lines. Um, it's almost endless. I mean, so what I'm trying to teach people and what I'll be speaking about at um, the conference on Wednesday, which I would like to display that just so people um, know where I'm going to be and you can watch it um, online or if you're in Orlando, Florida, please come visit us. Um, and uh, let me just show that real quick where to go. Um, but I'm speaking about shifting your mindset to reclaim your health and, and you need to lose the stress. And, and so it's, yeah. Is it that easy to lose the stress? Not when you don't have a path, it's not right. And so what I do is I share about what are those interferences that we don't even know about. Okay. So this is what I'll be doing. Um, what are those interferences that we don't even know about um, that are impacting our stress levels? And what's the easy button to eliminating them, right? Because if you can turn your Wi-Fi off at night, Fagler, what are you doing, Dolly? <laughs> I, I wish y'all could see this because it's crazy. Um, anyways, so if you can turn off the Wi-Fi at night, unplug that, um, you know, put your phone on um, airplane mode, uh, buy a Faraday baseball cap so your brain is kept, you know, protect your brain when you're out, you know, uh, in an area, which is almost everywhere now, unless you're in the forest. Um, uh, sorry, I'm getting distracted because she's 
I don't know what she's doing. Um, excuse me. I'm just going to take, um, I guess I'm not. Fagala, please stop it. Come on. Oh, she wants up here. All right. So um, it's, it's taking the precautions and making uh, to not be impacted by these electromagnetic frequencies. And that's really just one part because the other part is what do those those frequencies connect with? Well, heavy metals. So if you're not uh, making sure that your food and water supply and your cosmetics and your cleaning supplies and all that, whatever, are uh, free of heavy metals and your body's free of heavy metals, then you're just a magnet for all this stress. Does that like kind of explain that? Yeah, that's cool. Now, I want to make sure that people know, and I pulled up your, your website um, before we start. Oh, yeah. I want to make sure that people know how to get in touch with you because you are such an amazing, and I mean, to me anyways, I mean, you know, um, an amazing uh, mentor and teacher for people, right? You are an educator on uh, a level that, um, most people don't see, God, you are just Michigana. Uh, okay. Um, uh, Zelda wants to know what a Faraday baseball cap is. So, uh, a Faraday baseball cap is a, it literally, you can get them on Amazon and they literally block EMF. Mm, that's okay. cool. And, um, so I wear a baseball cap when I go out. And then when I was really sick uh, earlier in the year, and I'm trying to pull up your window here. Here we go. When I was sick earlier in the year, um, I wore a, a cape, a, a Faraday cape to keep my body. Uh, it's just a black cape. So it looks like you're wearing, you know, a cool piece of clothing, but the fabric is made from Faraday and you have the spelling correct. And, um, Oh, don't do it yet. Be nice. She wants to say something. Oh, she wants to focus on you. Okay, we're going to shift then. All right. Don't bite. Be kind. What would you like to say about Miles? Oh, got it. Okay, so we're going to close up all these other windows so I don't have so many distractions in here. So... She wants me to spend the next few minutes talking about how people can um, receive your coaching. Stop fighting. Um, because you have a clear roadmap to your, you, how, how, do you, how do you serve people? Let me just let you go there. Let how do I serve people? Yeah. Yeah. So if you look at my websites, all focused on, like, I, I want to, I coach a lot of different people. Like I coach a lot of people in sales on my and, and helping them not necessarily with sales tactics, but with their mindset. Um, Cause lots of time, and I'm very passionate about helping people. Um, miles has the, yeah. Yeah. You take the S in front of smile and put it at the end, you get miles. So I appreciate that. I love it. <laughs> um, I'm really, I'm passionate about a lot of things. One of them is helping people recognize that your income is a direct reflection of your mindset. 
and uh, you don't have to be a slave in uh, be an employee and work up that ladder to make a shit ton of money, but then also take on all the stress and have a very unhealthy lifestyle. You can uh, give value and bring something to the table that no one else can because everyone's unique. And it's just a matter of uh, tapping into what you want to bring and developing that path and recognizing that there's going to be ups and downs and you got to learn from both. They're both beneficial. And so I'm very passionate about uh, coaching. And so I want to help people do that. I also love help. I want to next year, I'm going to be getting certified as a trainer of NLP and hypnosis because I want to be able to certify and teach people right now. I can't teach people NLP. I just use NLP in my coaching to help people get to where they want to go. That's coaching. Training people in NLP is teaching people about NLP and certifying them in it, which is that training in October. Uh That's what my my trainer is going to be doing that one. But I want to, the thing is a lot with a lot of coaching, there's a lot of coaching that anyone can go out and call themselves a coach. You don't have to have a, you don't have to have a cert, even a certification. And so I meet a ton of coaches where I'm like, okay, what's your, what have you, what, what qualifies you as a coach? Well, and then I find out they did a, a weekend online course and they spent 40 bucks to be able to print out their certificate because they got right. 80% of the que- multiple choice answered questions right on their little assessment. And now I am a certified life coach, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, yeah, you're not a coach. I want to get people that want to be coaches and want to actually go out and help people. I want to make sure that they have the quality training and knowledge and application of how to actually help people make long-lasting change. And that's getting people into NLP hypnosis certification trainings. So that's kind of my, that's, that's my, that's, that's what I, that's what I'm doing. (laughs) That's amazing. And for me, I know that like, I want to do more educating. Um, Yes. Like I'm more like, I'm, you know, when at the end of the day, it'll probably be 75% public speaking, educating 25% coaching. Cool. That's my personal bandwidth. And that's the, yeah, I love it. And then NLP, when you become NLP trainer, an NLP trainer, that's all about um, group, managing a group. Mm -hmm. And so that's another reason why I want to do my NLP trainers training is because, yeah, I want to, I want, I want to develop that skill and get in front of more people and, and um, yeah, I love it. So, but yeah, educating, coaching, training all that stuff. Yeah. And so, um, so if somebody's looking to improve their, you know, you know, take their, their career to the next level, mm-hmm. they can reach out to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. there's um, a, there should be a link or a button somewhere on my website. That'll bring them right to a, uh, see, oh, click, see if coaching is right for you. 
Yeah, so go to this link here. See if coaching is right for you. Click on that and see where it goes. I forget how my website is. Coaching. Oh, yeah. Do you literally just type your name? Your What is your And you literally just fill this out. The more detailed you fill this out, the better, because it helps me understand. And what that'll do is it'll send me an email and we'll schedule. I do discovery sessions. And so we'll have a pop on a 30 minute conversation where I get to know you, you get to know me. And um, I'm big on making sure we're the right fit. Lots yeah, because there are people I don't take because I'm not the right person for them. Right. Uh, and I have a lot of friends who are have the same level of certification as me. Mm-hmm. And if we're not a right fit, I will go, hey, contact this person and reach out to them. Yeah, I want to make sure I'm big on making sure I want people to be successful. And so I want to make sure people are getting what they want. And so, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. There's literally my phone. Yeah. You can also, my phone number. I would type this in, but I, you know, I'm kind of uh, short on on fingers today. Um, (sighs) So the number, you want to tell people your number and email? Yes. So you can, this is actually, yeah. So you can call me or text me at 562-980-2271. If I don't answer, leave me a voicemail. I promise I'll get back. (laughs) And then my email is miles, M-I-L-E-S dot R-U-B-I-N at gurucoaches.com. G-U-R-U coaches.com okay you can also uh follow me on instagram um i post every day on instagram you do all the time yep um it's at official miles rubin all one word okay i'm not that good on instagram follow me on facebook (laughs) oh facebook and find me on facebook too yeah official Uh, miles rubin is all that's all my socials. So if you have TikTok, oh yeah. So um, on this where you see his contact information and his email, here's the the Facebook, oh, click, Twitter, click, Google, and Instagram. Can you click on the Instagram? I'm curious if it. Oh, see, we need. I need to change that because that's my old. Uh, that's my yeah. old Instagram username. So I need to. I need to go in the back end and get that changed. Okay, let's test the other ones. <laughs> there you go. That's hilarious. Okay, cool. Uh, no. And let's see. Let's see if this is there accurate. Is, yeah, uh, that's accurate. Yeah. So, and there's our show. Yep. <laughs> Mindset and fear. So, um, yeah. 90 seconds. So let me just close that up. So um, we're really grateful that everyone showed up today, uh, that you had your great questions and, um, you know, uh, Miles, you're uh, such a joy to have here. And, uh, you know, so thank you for your sharing your wisdom today. Thank and, you for having me. And good. yeah, and thank you to everybody on Blog Talk and Podbean who showed up. If you are listening to the replay, thank you too. So, <laughs> and you can catch a replay on anywhere that you watch your or listen to your podcast. So did you eat enough of the stuff on my arm? Yeah, I thought so. All right. 
Um, so we're going to end the broadcast and we just want to say thank you and um, we wish you an um, amazing week. And I hope you watch Naima's show tomorrow. Um, same, same, uh, same time, 8 a.m. Uh, to 10 a.m. And uh, we'll be right back. Hold on. Thank you.